cultivators. <laughs> Yolo. <laughs> Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about devil's ancestor's predecessor. Wow. Yeah, I'm your good <laughs> cop, Roy. And I'm your gay cop, Fallon. <laughs> Uh, we have a special guest disciple here with us today. Hello. Please How's it welcome. Going? Uh, Kate. I my name is Kate. I am your friendly local knee sect corpse dealer. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get him somewhere. That's right. I mean shit. There's a job for everybody. <laughs> Truly. Everybody fits into a niche. It's society. So um Kate, you are you have a special uh distinction in the ranks of our guests because you're the first person that we've had on who wasn't introduced to Modow via like me. (laughs) 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 So I'm curious, how did you find out about it? Um, I was previously in like the My Hero Academia fandom, I think. And like a lot of our fanfic writers just started like jumping ship. (laughs) <laughs> and I like I was like what I mean of course like as you are like what are these Chinese gays yeah um, <laughs> as we so, all must ask yes yes exactly and so I started watching the Donghua and like fell in love so oh, hell yeah. yeah yeah that's how it happens definitely that's yep. how it be that's how it be when you're normal and not using Pinterest like me but uh <laughs> I think it's it's pretty funny to hear you say that though because I've heard from a bunch of different fandoms that that was the case that same exact thing was like a bunch of the writers and artists for the fandom were suddenly jumping ship to modow and i'm like damn the mass exodus exodus all over it's so funny (laughs) the great migration it's like it's like when climate change happens and you have to migrate elsewhere (laughs) to get to the warm parts so you don't die sure yeah yeah it's exactly absolutely Uh, speaking of migrating, we got a bunch of news about the Japanese audio drama this week. We did. This and it's pretty rules. good. It's very good. We, so first off, it starts on Friday. What the hell? I can't believe <laughs> crazy. That's, and it's like, it's one of those things where I'm not going to be able to understand it fully, but I'm going to be able to understand it a lot more contextually <laughs> than I would with Mandarin Chinese. So I'm uh a bitch will be tuning in (laughs) i just can't believe it's happening so quickly right why does all of this shit just get like dropped on us like this i don't know we just get carpet bombed with these with this content but uh we also got some some little snippets of our voice actors i hope they release one a day because it gives me something to look forward to (laughs) but they're probably not going to do that because they don't like me um, no, so far we've gotten uh, we've gotten Gien 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 aka he my son Gien who is Wayshan Hying Hying we got Tatsuhisa Suzuki as Wayshan who is you may know him as uh, one of the swim anime mans. He was uh, <laughs> Makoto. Yeah, the from... big, the big like teddy bear one, if I recall correctly. <laughs> yeah, it was only like tangentially in the the whole free shit. <laughs> I like watched it, and then I fell out of it once I found out that I was gonna have to listen to Vic Mignogna if I wanted to listen to the dub. <laughs> oh, Christ! He, he, he keeps happening to us. I hate it. So- <laughs> well, this was back when like. 
this was before he like went to court. Yeah, this was this was pre-court because this was in like 2016 or 2017 where I like watched the first two seasons and I was like, okay, cool. And then I completely forgot about it <laughs> because I heard Vic Mignano was going to be in the dub and I was like, well, if they're going to dedicate their time and energy to giving him a job, I'm not going to do that mm. to them. Checking your invisible watch. Because I don't got time for it, literally. I don't have any time for it at all. There's nothing on my wrist. Um, And then we got uh, uh, Satoshi Hino as Mr. Lan Wangji. And Uh, he's pretty good. I will say one thing about his Japanese dub voice is that it's more... And I noticed somebody was talking about this on the Twitter this morning. It's more authoritative than it is, like, zen which is something that none of us are really used to, but like my nether's kind of tingled. Jesus <laughs> not Christ. Like, not like the sexy nethers, just like the, this, the unspecified uh, nethers. Unspecified nethers. The tenders tingled when he talked. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not usually, that's not a very Lan Wangji like reaction. Jesus Christ. Not uh, like what I'm used to. I don't know. We can cut that out. Because I don't know where I was going with that. I'm keeping it. Uh, he was in... Uh, he did some Naruto stuff. Uh, he... To me, the thing that matters to me is that he was in Nobari no O, which is one of my favorites. Um, uh, he was in a bunch of stuff. I don't know. A bunch of stuff that I didn't see. He was in Dramatical Murder, <laughs> which is funny to yeah, me. Yeah, he was Noah's. Noah's? I, I don't never fucking know. figured out... Noise, noise. <laughs> he was a, he was nosy. The blonde um, one with nine thousand bridge piercings. <laughs> it's what you do. I hope he was also pain from Naruto, so he can have like kind of the matching aesthetic with all of his characters. <laughs> wow, Lan Wangji with all them bridge piercings, though. Would you? Oh, no, man. he would not. But it's fun to think maybe, about. Maybe, maybe for like. I'm just. What am I trying to the, the trying to keep his composure through it? <laughs> the test, you know. Oh, you're not allowed to cry. You have yeah. to get the bridge piercing and you have to just absorb it. <laughs> and then you get up and say, thank you, sir. And then you walk away and you have the rest of your day. Oh, I just love sexy, like sexy, old <laughs> goth, Lan Wangji. Sexy. That'd be a look. And not then, a in character look at all, but <laughs> just something nice to think about. And then uh, just this morning, uh, I woke up out of nowhere for no damn reason uh, at like 8.30 in the morning and I looked on Twitter uh, to try to get my head straight after having a bad dream um, and the internet said to me Midori Hikaru is going to be Zhang Cheng uh, so that was good um, he where did my tab go he did he's done a fucking ton of shit uh, he's been in like everything chasing uh, that paper dude he's getting that bank he was a lot of people he did a lot of things. Notable Just, things? Uh, I'm looking through. Uh, 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 uh. Let's see if there's ones I recognize. Yeah, because I was slightly more. Oh, yeah. He was best genist. He was yeah. best genist. <laughs> yeah. Best, best genist. Incredible. <laughs> I lost my mind. He... My fucking ass fell off. I could not believe. It's great. He was in. He was a demon slayer boy. Oh, yeah. Best genus, he's in Ensemble Stars, if that's more your jank. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there he is, Best Genus. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Wow. He's got a lot under his belt, folks. He's been working. Woo! 
He was in the Fate Zero series. Oh, he yeah. He Lancer. He was uh, Hero Yui, who friend of the show Colin at Pagetus says is bad. And sucks, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gundam Wing apparently is not, yeah, not Gundam, a great one. Gundam Winged. Don't take, I mean, don't take my word for it. I've never watched a single... I've watched it maybe two minutes. The only thing I know about Gundam Wing is that, like, having grown up, having been, like, 14 and 15 in the early 2000s, I remember that was, like, the big yaoi thing. Yeah, it was. It was very, there was a lot of GeoCities about it. I only know about it through, like, Y Gallery. <laughs> and, God, like, I remember That's the only way I know it. God. Man, Kate, do you remember Y Gallery? I think remember- vaguely. Ooh, oh, yeah, we calorie was a fucking trip. Yeah. That's like, that's never going to leave me. Those <laughs> memories are never going to leave me. Never. And that's, that's yeah. debate. It's debatable on whether that's a good or a bad thing in the long run. Ugh. Oh, it's, it, you know what? It was a part of our lives and we just have to live with it. So uh, he was a formative part of our uh, earlier collective consciousness. Collective consciousness, consciousness, <laughs> whether we realize it or not, consciousnesses. Uh, can, and now he's going to be a part of our modern BL proclivity. Yeah, interesting. Uh, get that paper, best Jongus. So, uh, <laughs> best Jongus. Uh, more importantly, though, we got alerted to uh, a very good piece of canon news uh, that I didn't know because I've never like. Uh, I haven't gone through the audio drama as much as I should have, but uh, I've been screaming internally for like six days, <laughs> um, waiting to, rele- to reveal this. Uh, so, follower of the show, Twitter user at Paraluna BTS, uh, s- DM'd us and said, "Hey, so I was listening to the MDZS audio drama extras, and and they sent a screen cap of the translated <laughs> captions." Uh, and it's a piece of dialogue, and it's our everybody's best only character, Huaisong, uh, saying, <laughs> quoting, and I quote, that's possible? The next time, would I be allowed to bring my spiritual tortoise? <gasps> he has a spiritual tortoise! Wait, what? <laughs> he has a spiritual tortoise! I never knew about this. I didn't either. He dresses the tortoise up. <laughs> custom jewelry for the tortoise. He carries the tortoise around like a teacup dog. In a little bag. In a little bag. It's a thing. He has a spiritual tortoise. Okay. The thing I love the most about this is that what could you possibly do with a tortoise? Like Absolutely a dog? Nothing. There's you nothing just vibe. You, you just, yeah, you, you just vibe. vibe. That's Which right. is perfect. It's perfect. What's he going to do with the tortoise other than have it and vibe? Yeah. Oh, that. That's it's perfect. so good. It really encompasses Song pretty well. It's, if you, if oh my God, it's delicious. It. It's delicious. It is. It's delectable. I'm just like. It's delightful. <laughs> I'm so happy. Like, I had a turtle once. You remember this. You were there for turt meat. I love turt meat. Turt meat. I remember turt meat. <laughs> I miss turt uh, my turtle got a little too big. We found my turtle on Mother's Day. She was uh, crossing the street very fast. She Normal. was very, very small. She was like, her shell was like just a tiny bit bigger than a quarter when I first found her. And uh, I had her for a while and then she got a little bit too big. Uh, but uh, so we, we released her back into the wild where she belongs. But having having had a turtle slash tortoise thing... There's nothing you can do. Like, there's things you can do with a dog. You can have a dog do stuff for you. 
Yeah, I mean, a dog is a good companion. <laughs> They're companion animals. But the problem with reptiles, and this is with most reptiles and amphibians, don't fucking get on me about the difference. <laughs> don't do it. Is that <laughs> where we're going today? between cats and dogs and pretty much every other animal is like cats and dogs are, and like ferrets, like fluffy mammals mm-hmm. are pretty much the only companion animals. Mm-hmm. Every other animal that you get as a pet after that, you really can't do much with like snakes. You can take them out, play with them a little bit. It's fine. You can make Lizards. a spectacle of yourself at the, like, you know, at the food lion. Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, birds. Uh, you can take birds out every so often and yeah, they also make a spectacle just, of yourself. Yeah, they just tolerate you until eventually they attack you and mutilate you. You can teach them to say bad words. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Things. That's pretty funny. It's very um, funny jokes. It's funny to make them, it's funny to make them say funny things. Like funny, um, mm-hmm. explicit things. Um, but then, you know, you got the shit like snakes, tortoises. Especially tortoises. Lizards. Notoriously uh, slow animals. Notoriously slow He's animals. He's not going to be going up any hills, chasing around any zombies or anything. Listen, Huaisong probably got his tortoise when he was like, I don't know, like maybe six, five or six, <laughs> tiny little thing. And by the time he's, he is probably in his mid-30s now, yeah. early to mid-30s. That tortoise is like, it's not even fucking full grown yet. That tortoise is going to be the prime in the prime of his fucking life long after Song is dead because you know that man is never going to cultivate immortality. <laughs> Rip to a legend. So all he can do is just like sit there and watch the tortoise grow slower <laughs> than he is and just have it there and say, yeah, I have a spiritual animal. And when they're like, oh, where it's at? He's like, uh, it's a tortoise. Respect my boundaries. <laughs> he pulls it out of his sleeve. He pulls it out of his sleeve. It stole the size of his fucking palm. <laughs> it's it's gonna check this to, out. It's going to live to 400 years old. <laughs> God, can you imagine having a sapient mind trapped inside of that kind of body? Oh, that's cruel. A never-ending hell. And that's what fucking spiritual animals are. Holy shit. (laughs) Do you think at some point they, like, devise, like, a communication system between the two of them? So, like, the tortoise isn't born to tears by its own existence? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. They gotta. so? I think so. I think that'd be delightful. Like, he gives the tortoise crossword puzzles to do. Yeah. The tortoise gets really into Sudoku. Keep them occupied somehow. Oh my god, it's so good. God, that's you know, I'm trying to think of things that are more robust than that, and I'm kind of having a hard time. It's pretty difficult. It's so good. But uh, those are the big pieces of news, I guess, this week. There's probably other stuff that happened, but the turtle is the only thing. I'm waiting for them to bring forth Nye Hoi Song's Japanese dub. With Please! Actor. I think it's crucial. Thank you. Please <laughs> give me that shit. Uh, we're going to take a look at something having to do with that a little bit later, but we got to yeah. talk about these chapters first, I think. It's chapter time. It's time for chapters. We read three chapters this week, um, and since they all kind of uh, just kind of happen like bada-bing, bada-boom really quick in a row. They're concurrent scenes, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm just going to do all three of them in our summary, so sure. y'all can sit back and uh, quit paying attention to my ass for however long you want. I'm going to um, loudly slurp my coffee and make it really difficult for you to edit this. Thanks, I hate it. So I'm going to read our summaries for chapters 25 through 27, parts 3 through 5 of the Malice arc, which is all of the rest of that arc. <clears throat> so here we go. 
<laughs> so after seeing Lan Wanji looking like shit, uh, Weibishan kind of stumbles a bit, and Lan Wanji goes and catches him, and he's like, how'd you get a curse mark? It's been like three hours, and Weibishan says, don't worry about it. Uh, Lan Wanji also notices that Weibishan got hit by Zijian, uh, so Weibishan says, well, I was gonna meet up with Zhang Cheng eventually, so what's a bitch to do? Uh, Lan Wangji, like, makes a big deal about offering to carry Wei Wishan on his back and, like, alludes to, uh, Wei Wishan having done the same for him in the past, but Wei Wishan doesn't remember, and he says, no, you're not carrying me on your, on your back, so Lan Wangji says, gotcha, and picks him up bridal style. <laughs> uh, Wei Wishan asks how long Lan Wangji knew he was him and not Mo Xuan Yu, and Lan Wangji says he knew it from the start. Uh, Wei Wuxian asks how Lan Wangji gives this cryptic think about it, but he can't figure it out and doesn't even really get a chance to think about it before Lan Wangji, still carrying Wei Wuxian bridal style, carries him into an inn and kicks the door of their room open where waiting for them is, surprise, surprise, Nia Hui Song. And he's like, I don't know a fucking thing, my guy. <laughs> um, so Lan Wangji slaps that piece of fabric that had been in Fairy's mouth down on the table because guess what? It's from Hui Song's robes. Uh, Huaisang says, bro, I was just in the neighborhood. So uh, Wei Wuxian starts interrogating him about Xinglu Ridge and all the shit going on up there. Uh, Huaisang says, okay, look, you got me. Here's the deal. It's my family's burial grounds. I'll tell you more, but pinky swear. Pinky promise you won't tell anyone. Uh, so they pinky swear. Uh, Wei Wuxian says, okay, so just to clarify, nobody's been eaten up there. And Huaisang says, yes, but only once. It wasn't our fault. It was a really long time ago, and I've been helping to spread the rumors. And this is where we move into chapter 26. Lan Wangji says, spill the tea. And Huaisan spends almost this entire chapter spilling the tea. Yep. Uh, since this is a summary within a summary, I'm just going to give like, as TLDR a version of this as I can. Uh, so you know how like bad cholesterol or heart disease runs in normal people families sometimes? Mm -hmm. uh, well, Qi Deviation, also known as Dying of Mad, runs in the Nia family. <laughs> and it's because their founder was a butcher, uh, and they were these they use these big choppy slicey sabers to fight and cultivate, and the sabers get bloodthirsty and it throws off the user's whole balance of vibe magic. Uh the sabers still need to kill more and more, and the user eventually goes feral and dies from it. Uh eventually, like the the thing is, the thing is. The thing? The thing is, sabers don't die, though, because they're not people. Um, so the rest of the sect has to, like, keep feeding the saber spirits. Uh, so due to magic reasons, they can't destroy the sabers either, so Huaisang says, miss me with that. Um, so they built these tombs, they put the sabers in them, and they'd send dead bodies that were about to turn into into the tombs to satiate the sabers' bloodlust. Uh, so this was working fine until about 50 years ago when some grave robbers found the tomb and went to do their thing and basically set off a chain of events that ended with them being eaten by the saber spirits and throwing off the corpse to saber ratio. Uh, the sect leader at the time said, well, shit, and rebuilt the tombs into the Quonset huts that insulated with corpses that we know and love and have now. Uh, but since the grave robbers just went up and never came back, that's kind of where the rumor started about the Mayadating Castle. Huaisang is going along with it in the hopes that it'll keep people away. Uh, he says that when what Jin Liang had done was basically destroy an insulation skeleton and the castle said, where are you going, city boy, and pulled him into the wall to make up for it. Uh, Huaisang is like, please don't tell, you promise not to tell. And Wei Wuxiang kind of feels sorry for him because given all of that, plus some other factors, Huaisang kind of has to be the laughingstock of the cultivation world. 
So Huaisan leaves, and Lan Wangji finally tries to get to work handling Wei Wuxian's curse mark. Uh, they realize it's gone up to his thigh, and Lan Wangji gets a little weirdly quiet because he notices something that we find out right at the start of chapter 27. So the bag of holding where they're keeping the zombie arm is just, it's on like a table or something, and it's going apeshit. Uh, it's knocking things over and being a real poltergeist, and Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji do a duet of the song Rest to calm it down. So they do that. They rub their four brain cells together and realize that since the arm was probably reacting to the curse mark that was supposed to be Jin Liang's, it might be that another part of his body uh, might be in the saber hole. So the next day, they go back out there and find Hui Song and his boys doing some tomb renovation and immediately undo all that they've been trying to do repairing <laughs> this thing. <laughs> so they explain the situation to Hui Song, who says, absolutely not. We only use complete bodies here, but go off, I guess. Look through our isolation course. Put them back when you're done. Uh, so with the help of some of his boys and whatever, they look through as many bodies as they can, but all of them are complete corpses. So what the fuck, Wei Wishan thinks. Uh, but then Lan Wanji says, leg, and they decide they gotta <laughs> pants all these corpses which scandalizes Hui Song for a hot second, but he's just going to have to deal with it because uh, Lan Wangji takes out Beechen and slices just enough pant that he can see some thigh meat. Uh, he finally finds something, though, and wouldn't you know it, the legs have been sewn onto somebody else's upper body. That's weird. Uh, hmm. So they put the legs in the bag with the arm and confirm that they're the same big beefy dude. Hui Song leaves. They go, damn, whoever killed this guy truly fucking hated him. And they head off in the next direction that the hand points them in, which is to the southwest in a place called Yueyang. And that's the end of the chapters. You're... Yeah, wow. big one. Somebody else talk for a while. Yeah. <laughs> a little sippy sip. Take a little sippy sip. Mm -hmm. So this series of chapters was pretty fun. This was very fun. We got a yeah. lot of good, fun interactions. Um, this, yeah, this chapter, the first chapter, chapter 25, starts out with... Uh, Wei Wuxian being like, no, 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 Hong Guanjin, you don't have to propose. You don't, and like, <laughs> this is, so he get, he gets down on one knee and he's like, D -d -d it's totally cool. He's like so uncomfortable with the concept mm -hmm. of like this big, important, like upstanding Hong Guangjun kneeling to take care of him. This I feel cleanly... like he probably doesn't think he deserves it. Yeah, he looks all freshly laundered and Wei Wuxian is, as usual, dirt boy. Yeah. <laughs> And so he like he like rolls Wei Wuxian's pant leg up. <laughs> he's so fucking funny. He just like looks at it. He's like, I only left for a few hours. Yeah. He's like, I was gone for two hours, and you do this. He's so bitter. Like he says, he spoke bitterly. <laughs> like like we saw in the last chapter, he like didn't want to leave for very long, and no. like sure enough. Wei Yang goes and does some shit. He proved him right. Yep. Can't let that boy out of your sight for two seconds. Not I a... swear to God. On God. And uh, so he just like, he just like, okay, what, you know what? No, it's whatever. It's just, it's just a curse mark. You know, we've seen it a million times before. It's not a problem. We can deal with it. Anyway, did you find that dude? Like, what's going on? Uh, can we, can we deal with the stone castle issue first? And Lavongi's just like, Wei Yang. <laughs> <laughs> and Wei Sean's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, he like, doesn't he like try to act like he doesn't hear that? 
Yeah, he pretty much tries to continue the conversation that Lan Wangji started by calling him Wei Ying by not acknowledging the fact that Lan Wangji just asked for him as Wei Ying. Yeah. And he's like, um... Wei Ying who? Uh, what? I don't know her. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, there's... I mean, there's really nothing else he could have done in this situation, though. I guess. It was just easier to... He eventually, I think the what is eventually him, him eventually acknowledging that, yeah, all right, fuck, he caught me out. Somehow, <laughs> despite my best efforts. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> he's a fool. Um, and he's like, Lan Wangji's like, this is from Jin Leong's body, isn't it? He doesn't even ask. And Wei, Wei, Wei Ying's like, Listen, <laughs> he doesn't say he doesn't say anything. He's like guilty silent. He does guilty boy face. Yeah, guilty boy face. He's away. <laughs> and Lan Wangji's like, "You met Zhang Wangyu, didn't you?" Yeah, because he's got a little like, what's going on? He has like, is it just like the residual? He's a little whippy right now. <laughs> he's a little whippy. <laughs> he's a touch whippy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, I mean, he's got some residual purple power on him. He's fucking whippy. <laughs> he's a he's a little bit whippy. Sometimes we all become. Whippy. I'm dying on this hill. Uh, uh, and Wei Wuxian's like, yeah, fucking. I mean, of course we would meet. Yeah, it's a law of the universe. We're destined. It's ex- it's equivalent exchange. It's destiny. It's equivalent exchange. Uh, so. Wei Michon has standards now about making sure Lan Wangji doesn't make a fucker of himself. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and Wei Michon is completely prepared to leave mm-hmm. right now without, you know, Lan Wangji mothering him or whatever. Remember when Wangji's he wanted like, to like Doom. get out of his sight? Like he was trying to escape Gusu and everything. And he's had like the perfect chance to just bolt at any time in the last few hours. And he hasn't done it. Isn't that so weird? Isn't it funny? Ah, it's I love that. Cute. Um, it's like he just forgot. He's like, nah, you know what? It's cool now. Because uh, he has a he has a purpose to hyper focus on now. <laughs> he is the ADD boy. <laughs> Hashtag prove me wrong. <laughs> He's the ultimate ADD boy. Because like now that he has like this one thrilling mystery to focus on. He's not really thinking about the future or like where he's gonna go after this. He's like living in the moment, and you that's gotta. all. He's in a manic state. You know it. But but anyway, he's totally prepared to leave. And Lamoji's like, "Don't go," <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck! Like, how am I supposed to get out of here? Huh? Like, you gonna carry me on your back?" And Wangji's like. Thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> Wayne can Wayne can tell he's thinking about it. He's like, "Don't no, you start thinking about it? Don't you start thinking about it? Wait, you want to look like you want to look like a weirdo? This uh, where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Do you want to do you want to debase yourself like this? Really? You want to get my dirty ass all over your clean clothes? He's like, I'm grown. <laughs> I only got hit by Zijian, the legendary." electricity whip a few times i'll be okay i Don't only like can't me. feel my foot it's whatever yeah it's and that's, that's exactly the point it's numb so i can't feel it it's totally fine like if i wake up with it necrotized tomorrow am i gonna care 
No. Who could care? Who, who could possibly care about that? So he and says. And Longji's like, would it really look that bad? And Wei-Ying's like, would it look good? Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. He says, you are not carrying me on your back. And Lan Wangu says, okay, and wipes him up. <laughs> he wipes him up. He enacts the uh, emergency uh, bridal carry clause. The emergency wife protocol. He's <laughs> like, but at first, so Wangju's like, well, yeah, you know, you carried me on your back before. And Wei Wushan's like, that couldn't happen because I don't remember it. And clearly <laughs> I remember everything yeah. important. In my life. He's, he's like, I saw the footprints in the sand and they were from God. So not you. They weren't the same size. Yeah. Sorry. And then like, Wang Ji is like, you never remember things like that. He's so fucking hanged on <laughs> in said, this part. Yeah, just like he answered in an indifferent tone. It was probably another instance of forced indifference on his part. Looking like a basset hound. Like, oh, sad boy. Shit, I know. My boy. Baby man. <laughs> And uh, Wei Wushan's like, all right, well, whatever. Yeah, so my memory sucks. Anyway, I'm not letting you carry me on your back. And Lam Wangji's like, no back carrying check. <laughs> he's like, are you sure? Wei Wushan's like, yeah. He's like, all right, word. <laughs> and then he, he scoops him up. He scoops him up because he thinks outside the box. <laughs> he's innovative. This, he's innovative. This was a fucking move. He's like, all right, I can't carry him on my back. Let's go. Plan B. <laughs> and Weiwushan, genius brain, thinks it's revenge. <sighs> oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, he must have gotten teasing now. Yeah, he thinks he's become master troll. He thinks he's become master troll. Like, oh, he knows how to tease back now, and it's making me think harder about stuff I would have rather not acknowledge. What's <laughs> <laughs> he thinking? God, I'm just like, and like, there is some part of this is Wan Wangji teasing him a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And <laughs> having a little bit of fun with him, you know, at his expense, because, fuck, he waited 13 years for it. <laughs> He's got to get a little bit of clownery in. <laughs> it's 13 years of pent-up clownery. Yes, as payback, but also because it can be, like, miscommunicated as him just, like, fucking with Wei Wushan for giggles. Yeah. He doesn't have to take accountability for it. So Wei Wushan's like, hey, so you know you know it was me ever since uh, old Buddhafoot Mountain, didn't you? And Wangji's like, yeah. Wei Wushan's like, how how'd you tell? I was Wangji's so like I, I was so big pleading anime eyes emoji about this. He's like, You really want to know? He says, You told like, me yourself. Yeah, you told me yourself. And Wei Wushan, like, guesses that it's, you know, because of Jin Liang, because he summoned Wen Yang, like, like, and then he's like, oh, no, no, no. Love Wangji's just like, mm. He makes the saddest face. We get this description. It seemed as if something had sent ripples through Lan Wangji's eyes, yet the slight waves faded immediately and his eyes were a, were a still pool of water again. Ugh. Ugh. He's so good. Ugh. And he's like, think about it. You can, you can, that's fucking, look, Lise, you can pinpoint the exact moment when his heart rips in two. Yeah, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so they go into this inn, and, like, people don't really, like, react as much as Wei Wushan thinks they would have. No, and, like, Wei Wushan is, in, is, before they go into the inn, he's like, all right, <laughs> time to, uh, time to put me down. Yeah. <laughs> can't really, can't really just, like, open the, open the inn doors, like. And Lan Wangji, naturally, because Lan Wangji does this in every chapter, is like, 
Bet. Bet, yep. And he kicks the fucking indoor open. He says kablamo. He says kablamo. He, <laughs> he kicks literally it open. kicks it open. And they go into their room, and our, the only character who matters is in there. The um, only character who matters. And he's he's expecting Hong Wong Jun, mm-hmm. but he's not expecting the wild card of his bridal carry twink package. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So he's like, Hong Wong Jun, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. And then he, like, actually looks at what's happening, and he's like, girl... I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good to me. Like this whole exchange. <laughs> it's so was, good. If there was anyone in this novel unprepared for that bridal carry in particular, it was. <laughs> yeah. Nia Hwai Song. has Pokemon gotten detained. Um, He's Pokemon been detained. <laughs> uh, and this is the reason, Cade, why we have you here. Because uh, in our, our live readings, which we need to do one soon. Yeah. Uh, you are voicing this this little fella the baby yes the baby the absolute baby so um we we get into our little description about him um and i want to get some some thoughts from you on on this little part yes so i think my first note on this was that his goal at all times is to look like a trust fund baby (laughs) um it's true (laughs) he's just really just out there i Love him. I love him so much. He's I, just hot and rich and scared. <laughs> I love this description so much. Like we don't get like specifics about his features or anything. The closest we get is that he's he's attractive and his clothes are stylish, which he's is like elegant. extremely vague still, but yeah. like we get such evocative descriptions of like the vibes that he gives off that mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. Like he just gives this, off bottom boy vibes. Yeah. It's true. God, this gives, like, a better job of describing both what he looks like and who he is, or at least, like, seems to be, than any fucking, like, big, long, my immortal-ass description of every <laughs> detail. Like, yeah. can you imagine? Oh, he had long black hair with beautiful <laughs> golden ornaments on it and a beautiful green streak in his hair that went down to but he was wearing green fishnets and a green top with Green fishnet, combat boots, in combat boots, and (laughs) his soft gold eyes filled with limpid tears. (laughs) Oh Oh, god! And he's wearing green eyeshadow and black eyeliner and black lipstick, and he had beautiful green eyes shine like limpid tears. (laughs) Wow, Jesus Christ! I'm actually. I'm about to do a deep dive into my immortal deuce research and write it. Yes, my immortal. I think it's what Please. this needs at this Please. point. <laughs> Thesis statement, my immortal. Let's live read my immortal. Oh, God! <laughs> um, so Huaisong says, I was just in the neighborhood vibing. Um, and I, then, just, I just happened. I was passing by. Okay, I don't know nothing. I was just out here. What do you want from me? Wei Wishan destroys the head shaker with facts and logic. Yeah, it takes him four entire paragraphs worth of just cross-examining the fuck out of him for (laughs) Nia Kwaisong's psych lock to break. I, like, my note on this was that, like, this is, like, the best closing argument any prosecutor has ever done in his life. Yes! Oh, yeah. It is. Wei Wishan go in Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, Kate, have you ever played the Ace Attorney game? No, but I, I'm a like a law student. So like I oh, was just yeah. like, this is like trial mode. Like Wei Wushan needs to go to law school. Oh my Fuck god. Yeah. yeah. But no, there's this concept, there's this um the the people who are like crucial witnesses or like perpetrators in the case, they could be a defendant, they could just be like witnesses that are withholding something. They have like a psych lock on them, which is like a just um chains that cross him and like you have to say the exact perfect things you have to push him just hard enough to like unlock the thing and get the real testimony because of course this is a video game and they've been lying all along (laughs) i love that (laughs) so it's like and just that's what i envisioned when i read this but like you're so right it's a perfect (laughs) closing argument way with sean would make an amazing lawyer oh my god way with sean pass bar exam way with sean pass bar exam is the thing (laughs) So he just, like, dresses Huaison down for, like, four paragraphs. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. And, like, what does he say to get... Oh, yeah, he's like, nobody's gonna believe you if you come uh, if you come out with it later. After the fact. Yeah, yeah. after the fact. Okay, here's the deal. I'm sorry that things happened. I'm so sorry. I'm, like, so sorry. <laughs> this is where he turns into the cry-apologizing beauty influencer. And he's like, he explains the shit. He's like, it's just our fucking burial ground. And Wei Wushan's like, all right, cool. He's um, like, what kind of weird-ass family buries a saber? And Huaisan says, ours. Ours, we're fucked up. And I would appreciate <laughs> we're fucked if, up. Not, if neither of you, you and Wei, uh, the uh, old boy over here, I would appreciate <laughs> if neither of you told anyone about this. Thank you. <laughs> if we could just keep it in the family, please. This, and this, this, this like, is between us and God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the, like, because he says something about, like, since our brothers were sworn or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I really like the, like, hinting towards that kind of weird relationship between Huaisong and Lan Wangji. It's like, yeah, they're basically, like, sworn brothers-in-law. <laughs> I mean, being sworn brothers is basically, like, bro marriage. Yeah. So what's the difference? And, and I can't remember if it's canon or fanon that uh, uh, NMJ and Alexi were, like, not necessarily childhood friends, but, like, really good, like, old friends. But I have to wonder, like, what things are like between Huaisang and Lanwaji. I know, right? Because they were classmates, too. But they also have this, like, added degree of, you know, f- sort of familiarity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, did they ever get set up on a playdate? <laughs> oh, I love that. It would be so good. I wish we would have gotten... <laughs> I wish we would have gotten some more insight into their, yeah. uh, into their dynamic. That, yeah, I had, like, when I was growing up, I had a lot of, like, I had a few friends who, like, had siblings who were my brother's age. And, like, and like you know, if I had a friend who had a sibling who was my brother's age, like, usually at some point or another, they would be brought over and they would try to play. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. Yeah. But, like, I would love to see that, oh, my God, I want to see little babies of them, little baby thems. <laughs> trying to play. I love the baby them. Baby thems. Uh but then this chapter ends with Huaisan saying that he runs a drama channel. Yeah, fucking <laughs> like Wei Wushan's like, alright, so you said it's not a man-eating castle. That means it hasn't eaten anybody, right? And yeah, Huaisan's like, mm-hmm. and Wei Wushan's just like, I, I like it picturing this as like completely deadpan, just like Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And Wesley's like, hey, no, no, no. It was only once. 
Okay, I it's just, not you my know, fault. it's not my fault. Like, okay, I just like maybe fan the flames a little bit just so, like, because I kind of like maybe just live for drama a touch. Like, it's fucking, he fanned the flames. Like, do you get it because he uses a fan? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, I had, I had kind of a brain blast about why he is a character who uses a fan in the oh, first place. Oh, I love I love it. My God, I'm kind of like feeling like that might be I might be on to something. Oh my there. God, oh, I, I never even that. thought of that. Oh, that rules. Are you thonking about? I'm hashtag thonking like, about I'm kind it. Thonking about it is the thing. Oh, I'm mad. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So wow. literally, it's just galaxy brain. Jesus. So like. Chapter 26 immediately starts with Almanji being like, spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. And fucking spill the tea he does. Incredible. He, he really does. And it's incredible how two minutes ago he was blubbering about how he didn't know anything. And now suddenly he's a fucking walking encyclopedia. Isn't that weird? It's crazy. It's weird. All you need to do is say that, like, the public is going to be mean to you. Yeah. Um, but he... <laughs> hey, all you have to do is say that you're probably going to get a call-out post written about you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was he was like, going to get blackmailed, so he decided to spill the tea himself. Bro, you are going to lose followers. <laughs> bro, you are posting cringe. Bro, you are building cringe. Bro, you're building cringe. You're <laughs> uh, going to lose followers. You're building a cringe tomb. So, uh, but he says, "We'll rip to your sex, but we're different." And then goes into his info dump. He does. He does an info dump, and Wei Wushan is like. Almost borderline too blunt and rude with his questioning. <laughs> I know he's very to the point. It's weird. He's very he's very to the point, and it's like he's almost doing it to like incite some kind of reaction in Nia Hoi Song. That's the only way I could think of think why he would Yeah. That's the only reason I can think of why he would be doing it like this. He's like, hmm, just like kind of just trying to ins- piss him off a little bit. And <laughs> Like, Hoisong does get a little bit pissed off. He gets indignant, I think. I feel like he's but, getting frustrated. Yeah. And, like, it didn't hit me until literally just now. I'm the one having a brain blast now. Yeah, what's up? Uh, that, like, through all of this, like, the reason... can Because I've been kind of like, why is why is Wei Yang being so, like, terse here? Why is he being so... Why is he being such a grumpy bear? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's probably has something to do with the fact that his nephew went and got a curse mark on him. Mm-hmm. He don't like that, so, um, but yeah, uh, he's, he's being kind of, you know, he's being very, very mm, kind of short with him. Yeah, not necessarily rude, but you can definitely tell the difference in tone. Yeah, he's, he's just kind of, he's got this tone of, like, quit messing around. Uh, I know there's more to this. Yeah, it's like, Song is trying to couch this partially in like mysticism and mm-hmm. mythology of like his sex and stuff and Wei mm-hmm. Wishan's like okay Gotta have the whole context. but uh a kid almost died so yeah. uh <laughs> we get so he starts talking about how their founder was a butcher and uh we get the little description where their their sex uh motif is a pokemon <laughs> it's a little <laughs> it's a thing that looks like a dog or a pig um and he goes into the whole description about how how chi deviation runs in the family. Basically, he calls it a chi deviation explosion. Oh wow! You explode from how mad you are now. Wow. <laughs> Me every time. You gonna have a chi deviate eruption, <laughs> and we gonna have a chi deviate eruption. <laughs> 
classic. Um, oh man. I was talking with somebody on Twitter the other day about an uh, MDZS audiobook narrated by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Woo! Would that not whip? That'd be great. I have to know how this came up. You can't just know, bring that into this podcast. I don't remember what they were saying. Just like, I think it was just like talking about Snoop Dogg narrating some parts of MDZS. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Chang Wan Yin, the sun tizzle, shung shizzle. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, just thinking about like all of the like super emotionally pivotal moments in this novel narrated by Snoop Dogg and like commentated on <laughs> it by. <laughs> I, ne- I do need his thoughts. I want his thoughts on this novel. I want his thoughts. Genuine, unfiltered. Calvin Brodus reacts to MDZS thread oh god i love it um <laughs> reddit ama at snoop dog please read mdzs and then answer my question what did read you the think? entirety of it or have one of your have one of your multiple assistants read it out loud to you i'm sure they have the time <laughs> remember when somebody drew snoop dog fan art of him with two homestuck girls and he was into it he, he loved it, it he reposted facebook yep he was like yeah i fuck with homestuck <laughs> wow how did i miss that part of internet history oh my god it was like it, it was back when he was like snoop lion yeah for and the it three was, uh, it, was it was nepeta and her uh the fucking the terrible one the other cat Mizuno, no fuck M- mituna no fuck damn who was it the older one with the boobs mulan Mulan. Why there do I go. remember this? Nepeta and Mulan, like on either of his arms. Please he fucking eternal like, sunshine yeah. that memory from me. I have no business remembering that. I want so many memories of eternal sunshine from me. If I could get all of them, preferably, that'd be great. Good. So just any memory of Homestuck whatsoever, just like right into the into the trash where it belongs. This is a Homestuck. Anyway, phrase, anyway. Uh, so he explains how all this shit works, and then Weibushan says, "Hmm." Sounds kind of demonic, and Huaisung says, no! It's super not! Okay, <laughs> judging a book by its cover! That, like, it's I cannot, totally different! I cannot hear a single line of his dialogue in this chapter, in these chapters, without, like, hearing it in that tone. It's like, when he doesn't sound like a fucking local historian, know-it-all, <laughs> he sounds like East Crypal. <laughs> <laughs> uh... He... Like, one of the things about, like, why all of this has to be happening is about, like, respecting their elders. Yeah. And uh, I kind of picked up on that a lot in these chapters. Like, there's all this pointing towards how Huaisang in particular has all this respect for his ancestors as, like, it's kind of like one of his core values. Like, it's yeah. very important to him that he that he has this respect for his, for his ancestors and everything, and he, that he maintains these things. Um, and, uh, there's some more a little bit later that I'll get to, but, um, you know, it's clearly very important to him and it, in some way or another, I feel like ties into why he is the way that he is right now. You know, like he'd rather, he'd rather be the, the community joke, the national joke than disrespect his His ancestors. yeah. Yeah. Um, then disrespect his family in a meaningful way. Yeah, you know? in a meaningful way. Being a joke isn't meaningful. No. No. Not at all. No, you're a joke, but who cares? Um, 
So then we get, like, at some point down here is where we get the translator's note of transforming corpses. Where they tell the reader, you better not call them zombies. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Well. How about I do anyway? (laughs) How about, how about I'm gonna call them zombies because guess what? It's a dead body walking around. It's a goddamn zombie. Full culture zombie for Americans, that's a zombie, so that's what we're gonna call it. You're gonna call a duck a duck. Oh, that's a zombie. Oh, that's a zombie. So, uh so eat me. Um oh <laughs> uh, uh, and freaking He gives the whole story about how the whole thing works and uh like how these okay. grave robbers came and fucked everything up. Yeah, and there's a lot of saber to corpse math. That they have to do yeah, to not offset the vibes. And everything was going fine until some fools decided to commit afterlife property crimes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it was it was a saber tomb at first. So everybody's like, okay, tomb, it's got to have treasures and shit in mm-hmm. it. It didn't have any treasures in it. It was just the swords and a bunch of bodies in it. To keep the swords from, to because they wanted something to attack for all eternity. Mm-hmm. And so they put a bunch of corpses that were like right on the verge of turning into zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, exiled rebels? <clears throat> Hear um. that, exiled rebels? And, you know, everything was cool. And then the grave robbers decided to come in and see if, you know, there was anything stealable in there, as people are often want to do. And um, they fucked some shit up. They yeah. fucked the vibes up. Unfortunately for the Neosec, these were smarter than the average grave robber. Uh, they had some skills, and they broke through the arrays, and they got in and everything, and fought the, like, the corpses woke up because they detected their vibes. They detected the manly vibes of the grave robber. <laughs> Literally. Because it's their young energy. Yeah, and so the corpses that were about to transform went ahead and did that. Yeah, they hashtag did that. And they were like, uh, well, and you know, the grave robbers were uh, pretty, pretty, fairly skilled. So they offed the walking corpses. Not that it was hard because we've seen those walking corpses before. They're mm-hmm. not exactly intimidating. Yeah, they're the shit zombies. And they're like, all right, well, uh, so this sucks. So we're going to get the fuck out of here. But, you know... They killed those corpses, so they were the ones that got sucked into the walls. Saber's gotta eat. Saber's gotta eat, baby. Uh, And White Song admits this with some amount of reticence. He's like, and you know, it could only eat them. Eat them whole. Like, I'm sorry that they got eaten. It's like, it was like their only choice. It's just how they were raised. (laughs) It's how they were raised. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally because the grave robbers raised them we're moving on um, um, so, so this he- was like yeah this was like 50 years ago and like the fact that this happened and is still a thing that Song is having to deal with and like be vigilant about is like probably just makes his need to respect his elders even stronger Oh this is yeah, what I was kind of thinking about it. See, and it's like shit like this is why he's one of my absolute favorite characters. Is because it's kind of like every time I read this novel or watch it or whatever, I find like new things about him that make me appreciate him and love him even more as a character. He's just he's, uh, he's so good, including how fucking sweaty he is all the time in this scene. <laughs> Holy shit! He's MXTX writes him co- as constantly just like wiping sweat from his brow. <laughs> It's a constant, it's like a nervous tick of his in these chapters. It's like, 
maybe there's more at stake here than just the Nia tombs being desecrated. It's probably maybe nothing. There's more to be nervous about. It's probably It's just hot out. Wibushan took the stone. After having a better look at it, he found something white that protruded from the stone. It looked like the bone of a human's finger. A fingy bone. What could it what could the fingy bone mean? <laughs> he pulls out this fingy bone rock, and there's this fingy bone sticking up out of this rock that's just like literally giving the finger. <laughs> he's literally giving the finger. It's great. And Yi Hui Song, he's, you know, Jin Leong fucked up the wall and he he must have had a lot of tools with him to do, but fucking that's not the point. Like he's so unused to giving actual useful information that he loses his train of thought yeah. super early in. It's so funny. I also <laughs> just love the subtle dig at how like rich and entitled Jin Ling is. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> he's got old shit and he like doesn't know how to use it efficiently. He just like Molotovs a wall. How did he like we don't know how he exploded it. He just did it somehow. Yeah, he just blew the fucking wall up. It never gets described. He pulled out his Acme box of tools <laughs> and went kachunk on his like lever <laughs> of dynamite. His Acme slash Trump brand bag of golden tools. God. Horrible. Solid gold dynamite. So then, so Huaisong says, Hong Kong Jun, you double dog promised. I said no tasty backsies and you triple infinity agreed. And, oh my uh, God. and he leaves like swearing them to secrecy. Yeah, he le- yeah, he swears them to secrecy. But like before that is the part where we get the whole explanation of why he kind of is the way he is. Yeah. And it's not an explanation. It's, I'm pretty sure it's just Wei Wushan like spitballing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, he's kind of doing the thing where he comes to his own conclusions after like walking himself through the mm-hmm. facts that he already has. He's like, oh, he's like, wow, you, you ever know. have no choice but joke? <sighs> like, really? Hashtag like, you ever. And you know, he's like, okay, well, if this gets out, then he'd be, he'd be seen as, you know, fucked up and disgraced to his ancestors, all that shit, because it was desecrated so hard. And he can't just, like, you know, cultivate in a different way than his sect traditionally does. Because that'd be sacrilegious and it'd be disrespectful Mm -hmm. to his ancestors. And he's absolutely not going to do it. It's the one thing that he cannot abide by. Yeah, and he's like, because he knows, he's seen it, he knows if his cultivation gets to the point where it needs to get for him to be, like, a celebrated war hero, like all predecessors he's gonna die of mad just like everybody else and the sword is gonna fuck everybody else up because they can't melt the swords down because that's also disrespectful to the elders so he's like he's stuck in a catch-22 of fulfilling his destiny of being angry all the time and dying young and just being dying mad about it out of control of his own life or retaining some control of his own life but as a trade for being a coward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you, yeah, it's three three choices, all of them bad. His only choice was to be a good for nothing. What are you going to do? Yep. What and are you going to do? you know what? He's valid. He's valid. Some trust fund babies are valid. Some trust fund babies are valid. So, Nia Song is like, you seriously, like, can't tell anybody about this, okay? This is going to be our secret. <laughs> like, you have to pinky promise yeah. me. <laughs> Um, God. Yeah, he takes off his uh, diamond pinky ring, and they pinky promise. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, and he like leaves, and then as soon as as soon as he exits the room, Wan Wangji comes over to Wei Wushan and kneels down 
next to him again. Yanks his pant leg up. Yanks his pant leg up. And, and he, he has, he has like, Zetai Ryuiki. Yeah, he does. He's got a, he's got. It's up to his thigh meat. It's up to the thigh. <laughs> it's fucking like, he's embarrassed by it because I feel like he, like I said, I, I feel like he probably doesn't think he deserves it. Uh, such such an esteemed dude just like treating him like that he yeah. probably just feels super weird about it like if only he knew the half <laughs> of the things that Lon Wangji was willing to do for him if only he knew of the hog that Lon Wangji had for him wow the hog yeah the hog did I fucking tell you about when my cousin and <laughs> baby were in town I was, like, describing uh, somebody who got kicked out of the library, somebody who got banned from the library for cranking his hog, like, at one of the public computers. Ugh. And I used that phrase, and she thought it was the funniest shit in the world. And she yelled over, we were in the kitchen, and she yells over to her husband in the living room and goes, baby, she said crank their hogs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, God. In fucking incredible. Cherished memories. Uh, Cherished memories. <laughs> on a chapter 27. On a chapter 27, Lan Wangji is being avoidant again. Uh, because the arm is throwing a hissy fit. Yeah, the arm is really not having it. Like the it's, the arm is mad. It's in its little it's in its little safety safety bag. Yeah. Its little safety pouch. <laughs> it's it's trapped in its car seat. <laughs> so the arm is freaking the fuck out and Wei Wishan's like, all right, we gotta we gotta do the thing. And he like feels around for his flute and he's he ain't got it. Yeah. He's like, it's disappeared, and then he looks over and Lon Wangji's got it in yep. his hands. And Lon Wangji says, Quit being shitty at the flute. This is serious. <laughs> and it's like he says that, but he also spent a couple minutes like carving out the holes and stuff and making it so that the quality of the music that Wei Wishan produces would automatically be better, but he's still like, please don't fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands Wei Wishan his flute back. And he's like, he's like, uh he Wei Wishan starts playing on this new beautiful flute. Excuse me. And <laughs> and the arm is having none of it. Yeah. It's like really not feeling this vibe at all. And what the fuck did it just get used to the shitty stuff that i was playing <laughs> you know, I'm like, turn it, that shit off it fucking suck like bro. it it's it's almost like how we feed our cats the cheap shitty cat that's food, literally what i wrote down and what then the they fuck? refuse to eat anything else <laughs> you know that same thing i wrote down that's fucking right it is it's real it's i hate it so much I'm like, I would love to start making their own cat food for them, even though I know it's fucking gross, but it's, like, cheaper in the long run. But... They wouldn't but eat it. They Baby wouldn't cat wouldn't eat, it. eat it. Because they, they love that shitty brewer's rice and meat byproducts in the <laughs> Aldi brand cat food we get them. And it, they're so used to it now that they won't eat anything else. Fatboy will eat anything. Baby cat won't eat it, though. That's true. She's Baby spoiled. cat won't eat it. She's, she's a trust She's budget. not spoiled. She's spoiled on the wrong shit. It's like when you feed your kid McDonald's for the first five years of their <laughs> life, and then they do nothing the rest of their life but eat plain hamburgers and chicken fingers and french fries. <laughs> I want McDonald's. I want McDonald's. But, oh, God. Anyway, uh, that was stupid. So, like, they're, they're <laughs> still trying to do it. And the and the Chakun pouch, just, like, the arm just, like, whips it, like, busts ass towards Wei Wishan, just, like, flings itself yeah. towards him. And Lan Wangji's like, nope, he does a bwong, mm -hmm. he knocks that shit back, 
And uh, Wei Wuxian just like, I guess he just decides to continue playing. Yeah. And so they they just, you know, go back to rest. And, you know, it kind of gets back to normal a little bit. And then, uh, then this is where Wei Wuxian has a brain blast, right? He's like, it's almost like something in here was pissing it off. Yeah, it's, it's, of all the connections for these two to fucking stumble onto after all this time, huh? The arm pointed us toward this bumfuck place that has exactly one suspicious thing going on in it. Hmm. Turns out that that one suspicious thing is legit. Oh, maybe there's a connection <laughs> after we've been here an entire whole ass day. Huh. <laughs> Hmm, I wonder if it has anything to do with the Nia sect Saber Hall, which we've been talking about with one of that sect's uh, primary members. Like, it's so, it's funny how they do this because you're reading it and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, they're about this. And then you think about it, you're like, that should have been obvious to yeah. them like a day ago. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I love them. They're so stupid. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're they're two extremely clever people. I would argue that Wei Wuxian is way more clever and quick thinking than Lan Wangji is, but they're so stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, I love them. But anyway, they're like, so they're like, huh? Do you think that maybe there might be another part of his body in the saber hall? And then they literally like Gilligan cut yeah. to the next morning where they go back to the Shingley Ridge. We get we get Tim the Neoman Taylor. We get yes. Tim the Neoman Taylor. <laughs> He's he's working on putting this thing back together, and Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji come up and say, "Gotta look through that insulation. We're here to do the inspection. We're here from the city." Uh, and do you know something that I just noticed? Like quickly skimming through this, hmm. it says that Nia Huai Song is there, but hmm. he's watching the white bricks stack up neatly, and he's still wiping sweat off his brow <laughs> as he watches other people work. <laughs> it's hot out. It's oh hard. My God. To- Hot. Look at all this work that we're doing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so like, tired. Teamwork makes the dream work, you guys. <laughs> hey, would you put that a little over the left? Oh my god, that was so exhausting. <laughs> oh, I hate him so much. And then he like turns around and he's the way we shot him on Wangji and he's like, uh, uh, hello. Oh <laughs> like he fucking hates to see it. I know. I feel so bad for him. I know. They're like working so hard to like undo all of the damage that Jin Leong and these two idiots did and they're like hey uh we gotta tear up your wall again <laughs> what is that it's like on the verge of tears I know he's like no <laughs> so hard uh, he's like oh my god feeling so wrong that he was on the verge of bursting into tears I know and and he he feels wronged, but the problem is the super righteous and upstanding Hong Guangjun is here just like backing up all of Wei Wuxian's shit silently without, you know, having to do anything else. And so mm-hmm. of course Nia Hui Song is intimidated in thinking that this is the right thing to do, because Hong Guangjun's not saying anything against it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> this like everybody's got all of their arms and Okay, you can. I don't need you to check. This is not possible. We only use the most prime cuts of corpse, ethically sourced corpses here. Ethically sourced corpses, and so Nie Hoi Song's like, "All right, well, you know, if you really want to do it, I- I'm going to prove my innocence." And they're like, "I." So <laughs> they fucking they just like dig up the corpses. They dig up all of these bodies following a hunch that doesn't even end up being right. <laughs> I can't believe Weissach has not 
like broken down in tears completely by the end of this. Cause like they go, go home and do that. You know, they go through all of this shit, all of these corpses looking for this other missing arm or like an arm that's been sewn on. The, it says something and, about the disciples and they took fucking hazmat suit pills basically. Yeah, pretty much to protect them from like breathing in the stale tomb air. Breathing in stale tomb corpse air that'll turn them into nasty zombie boys. And Weimashan, who is the legendary genius of all time, his first thought before realizing that maybe it's a different body part of this body that he knows has been dismembered is that the corpse has a third arm. <laughs> He's like, that's the only thing that can make sense. The I'm like, man, come the fuck on. The galaxies produced by his brain. The galaxies produced by his brain, and he's his getting on mind. this tangent. He's like, okay, all right. So they're a triarmed mutant. That makes so much sense. <laughs> all right, we're about the fucking legs. <laughs> yeah, he says leg. We was Sean's like, oh, of course. Whip them pants off. Get yeah. the lead out. And Hoysong says, no. We're looking for the cultivation world most perfectly formed. Leg. 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 This is the leg episode. This is the leg episode. It's leg day. It's um, leg day, my dude. So it's this And Hoi Song is like, like, Wei Wishan literally says, take off the pants, like out of nowhere. And Hoi what the fuck? What are you talking about? It says he was shocked to death. Why'd you just say <laughs> that in front of like the coolest, like sexiest, most outstanding gentleman we know? That is so great. <laughs> And Wei Wishan's like, it wasn't gross. We're all dudes. Like, come on. Don't act like you haven't seen a corpse dick. <laughs> yeah, don't act like you ain't seen a corpse dick or two in your time. <laughs> That's par for the course in our line of work, please. And Wei Song's like, no, I don't want to. I just don't want Lan Wang to see a corpse dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's too virtuous for that. And Lan Wang like jokes on him. Lan Wang like deadpan stares at him and goes, I got this. It. Yeah. <laughs> And like Wei Wushan is like, oh my god, Han Wangjin, you really gonna do that? And like the corners of Lan Wangji's brows seem to be twitching slightly as if he was holding something back. He repeated, do not move, I will do it. And it <laughs> it seems like the esteemed Hong Wangjun might actually super hate being put on a pedestal. It might be. This almost reads like he volunteered first place just to be petty <laughs> like <laughs> let me show these bitches yeah which is so funny to me and uh, he's like and <laughs> he he says he's gonna do it and yeah hoi song is taking the fuck aback he's yeah. like stroking out he's so <laughs> shocked that that the, that the that the upstanding righteous hong wong june would dare to touch a corpse but the joke's on him because he just the absolute madman yeah he just takes beach into it, just a little slicey slice yeah. by the thigh, takes a little peek. You don't gotta look at corpse dick to find out anything weird. And it like I feel like the description of what they were doing with the corpse before, it felt like it probably took them a very long time. But it says, you know, he goes and slices open the clothing, and it says a few moments later he spoke up. I found it. Yep. <laughs> like, wow. The efficiency, the efficiency. of this man. <laughs> he truly is the best possible man. He's the only man. So they find a corpse where, you know, the leg looks a little fucky. And one thing that kind of stuck out to me is that in the Donghua of this scene, the part 
uh, that the like leg was sewed onto, sewn onto, excuse me, was like stuffed. It wasn't an actual body, which is kind of huh. a weird change. Don't, oh, I don't think, remember that. I, I think it either. was stuffing. Like, is that is that correct? Okay, do you remember? No, I don't remember that. Because I feel like I feel like there was something about it being a fake torso. That's possible. Considering, like, maybe it's a like a censorship thing or something, yeah. like body mutilation. But I just yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I could see difference. them doing fucking weird reason. Yeah, I have to go back and look because I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't know, but maybe I'm just like maybe I'm just doing like a Berenstain versus Berenstain <laughs> thing and just like because that's I've noticed that's kind of a thing that I do. With the novel and the Donghua a lot. Is travel back and forth between Berenstain Universe and this one? Yeah, because a lot of the time when I when I first started watching the Donghua, I was like completely like convinced that I had seen certain scenes from this mm -hmm. arc specifically in the Donghua. And then I rewatched the Donghua and I was like, huh, okay. I don't know whether I just have like super vivid dreams about like <laughs> Donghua version novel and then forget their dreams when I wake up and I just like have this perfect image of Shui Yang and the Donghua <laughs> style in the corner of my mind. Like, yeah, like I could totally see that because it's like I have moments where I'm reading it and it just feels like so vivid that I can just yeah. picture it really well. Uh -huh. Um, I think it helps that it has a Donghua adaptation because oh, yeah. we have that frame of reference for when mm -hmm. we like want to envision stuff from the novel. Yeah. Which I and think is the, fun. The mm -hmm. manhua too. Like yeah. the, yes. this like coverage of chapters in the manhua was like really, really close to the novel. Oh yeah. The manhua like is actually super close to the novel. Way, way closer than the like, oh, yeah. Also a little more lax on the like censorship parts of stuff. Mm -hmm. As far as like the gayness goes, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, not anywhere close to the audio drama, but nothing can do? touch the audio drama for yeah. real. Um, um, so this is where is this where they ask like who who picks out the the corpses to use as insulation? Yeah, and Hwai Song is like, uh, it was the past sect leaders. You know, they chose them. And like me and my brother had to. Do I'm picturing fucking Hwai Song and Mingjui like going corpse shopping together. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like mm, no, no. too short oh no they were probably too mild-mannered in life <laughs> uh no i don't like her hair color you know <laughs> but fucking so he's like i just i don't know anything else so sorry i just don't yeah. know anything like he he fucking tired himself out doing all that talking earlier yeah. And now it's and now, now he's uh, extra tired because he's been watching men work yeah now it's more than the saber halls walls going back up you know what I'm, if you know what I mean, yeah. his, his emotional walls are also, <coughs> oh God. But anyway, uh, so then they're uh, like, so there's no getting anything else out from this fucking dude. Yeah. So. so they take the, they take the legs, they detach the legs from the upper body and they take the legs and put them in the bag with the arm and Just throw it in the bag. Yeah, and they like, they're like, wow, uh, good thing. It isn't smaller pieces. Uh, so that we don't have to like go around searching for every little bit. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you, oh god, it's like oh, like the world's worst scavenger hunt. Ugh. Holy shit! Haha, <laughs> funny. What if they had to find zombie dick? 
<laughs> if they had that, I was honestly thinking about that all, <laughs> like through my two reads of this chapter. I was like, you oh can't my God. help but think what about if it. They had to run around and try and find his gigantic zombie <laughs> baby forearm dick. God, <laughs> crazy. Like, is his dick? It's got to be attached to the legs, right? They never say anything <sighs> about it not being there. Because I feel like, no, because I feel like the way that psychopaths usually cut up a body is they hack the legs off, like, under the hips, uh-huh. okay? And they keep, like, that V of the torso with uh-huh. the weenie attached okay. to the torso. Okay, so maybe it's on... Or, like, okay. the various... The tenders or whatever. <laughs> the nethers. And that's the torso. And then they cut the arms off, the shoulders, obviously, yeah. we've seen. And then they cut the head off. And mm-hmm. then they just keep the torso as, like, with all, all of the, like, weird stuff that they... I'm having some trouble today. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, zombie corpse dick isn't like super great to think about, but no, it's really not. Unless you really like to think about zombie rigor mortis or something. I don't like that. I, I don't, don't like to think I about really, that. It brings up a lot of really horrifying ethical questions. Anyway, uh, zombie dick aside, uh, zombie dick aside, so body parts together and they like really, really, really want to get together. Mm-hmm. They really, really want to stick to each other, but they're just missing the torso and the fun bits. Yeah. <laughs> the funny the funny parts the that, funny are on your, <laughs> that are on your torso body, like your nipples. <laughs> your funny comedy parts. Your, your funny comedy parts, your nipples and your pebis and your... Your pebis! <laughs> and your vargina. <laughs> and your, your fun mix for people who have, you know... <laughs> whatever. Whatever uh, that's where that's what's on your torso. Who? So they're missing that fun part, so they can't really get together with each yeah, other. Yeah, you don't stick. The arm doesn't connect to the leg usually, so so they can get. They're they're getting a slightly better vision of what this person looked like, and you know, he's like, oh man. I mean, we know he's super hunky, built like a brick shit threatening who's... male gorilla, with, uh, <laughs> long limbs and muscular body. Yep. And he and he was basically a god. Oh yeah. So God, that really that just narrows it down. You know, I mean, really, because it could you be anybody, because every cultivator is basically a fucking Bashonin, right? <laughs> so it can be difficult to differentiate between all of these hot hunky dudes. Yeah. I mean, not all of them, not all of them are bara though. So that's the thing. Right. That's the difference. That's true. Not not all of them are six foot eight and three hundred and twenty pounds of yeah. pure muscle. Yeah. So uh, that would pose kind of a, a problem. problem. And I feel like they should have realized who this was a lot sooner than they actually did because look at this man <laughs> look at this fucking specimen like not to pun not intended but put the pieces together wow i really can't i'm very upset with you for that who else is buff and has ties to this area i don't fucking know i don't know fucking a goddamn santa thing. claus i don't know <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's Son says, uh, sewed on legs, huh? Well, see ya. He gets <laughs> out. He literally says see ya and leaves. And then, um, fuck it. You ain't on time. Fuck it. You ain't on time. It's almost time. It's almost time. Uh, and that's where our chapters are. <laughs> ye city bitch. Ye ye city bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we leave off. That's our chapters this week. And then also... That's not the end of Malice, right? That is. That is the end of yep. Malice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. moving on to... Do? Do. 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 <laughs> next week, and that'll be fun. Yep. So, uh, yeah, those were our chapters. Yeah, we're doing 28 and 29 next week. 
They're some relatively thick boys, so. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's good. It's Katie, pretty any good. For just that I, I love, I loved, New High Song is just like so, um, such a mood. And, and such especially a mood. in 27. Yeah. I too am always stressed to the point of crying and <laughs> nearly rubbing off my skin because I'm sweaty. Oh God, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's a galaxy mood, dude. God. I love him so much. At the end, when he like soft blocks them. (laughs) See, he never wanted to see them again. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. God, you're right. So potent. I just love the abyss. Oh, the mood. Oh, we are all Neo Hoi Song. We, yeah, we really are all as a society. If there's anybody that we can and stand, it's this one. It's a single Neo Hoi Song. It's just like shit reading chapters like this makes me wonder how anyone could like truly hate Nye Song. yeah he's so good he's so good he's a very good character yeah and i just mm. wish i wish he got more love and respect i wish the Nye family in general got more love and respect i wish they got more mm. love and respect in merch i want to yeah. carry Song so around in my pocket oh god so much merch i heard they're coming out with some nice Nye lanyards say it better I would fuck with It's 2020. <laughs> and I know you're a library, so like you need a lanyard. I you do. Your, you have your cool go, 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 go. I do have right my now. cool go, 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 funny JoJo lanyard, but that wouldn't be anything compared to, I want my pig dog. Man, if I kept my keys on a lanyard and I just ran around deliveries, like repping the Nyesak, woo! That'd woo! be hot. Hell yeah. That would be hot. The good anyway. S- anyway. <laughs> uh, so before we get into the good fun uh, segment that I love to do. Um, I want to put out a little reminder about our Valentine's Day special. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yes. extended uh, whatever the fuck we call this <laughs> segment. Wensect. Essence Collection. Essence, the Essence Collection. Yeah, but before we get to that, uh, reminder, we're doing a Valentine's Day special next month, uh, and we want y'all to participate, so uh, the rules, again, um, it's a little bit of fan fiction, uh, so the rules are, uh, just make it between a hundred and a thousand words, uh, rated T for teen or under, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't have to be romantic, but should focus on some type of relationship or anything. Nothing, nothing weird. Don't be fucking weird. You know what is weird and what is not. We shouldn't have to tell you. Uh, r- the fun part comes in where you run it through Google Translate using a language of your choice and then use our friend Google to translate it back into English. We've heard that Latin is an especially fun one. <laughs> We're getting very good reports about Latin. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, send both the original and the result, as well as just let us know what language you used uh, to cloudrecessespod at gmail.com with the subject Valentine's. Uh, and the deadline is 11.59 p.m., whatever your time zone. I said I think I said Eastern last um, like on, really. <laughs> on Monday, February 10th. Uh, so, yeah, good shit. Um, we've gotten a couple submissions so far, and boy, am I happy about it. <laughs> They're so good. I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, so, to get into our Google Translate Essence collection, um, I have a special little uh, bit for us this week. So, as we talked about at the start of the episode, um, we're getting some Japanese audio drama stuff. Oh, yes. We've been mm-hmm. getting a lot of that this week. Uh, we've gotten some voice actors. We've gotten some... some uh, they're, so, they're, well, the, 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 the big thing they're doing with the characters' names is they're taking the uh, Chinese characters and they're using the Onyomi readings of them. 
in Japanese, so uh, their their names are a little bit different sonically, a bit, but um, not like not too like you can see where different. they came from. Yeah, um, and I found a website earlier today uh, that has uh, a list of all of those for for most of the characters that matter. <laughs> and but the thing is, the entire page was in Japanese. And uh, so I wanted to, there was, there was, there were a couple of things on there that I wanted to see what it meant. They were like, you know, footnotes or whatever. Um, and I wanted to see what those were. So Google translate, I said, help me out. Uh, and it gave me, it gave me a gift. <laughs> uh, the gift that keeps on giving. So oh, Lord. I have the Google translated webpage here. And I think all three of us, Kate, if you're if you're up for it, heck yeah, hell yeah, could go go through and just kind of take turns reading off this page because uh, there are some gems to be found in all of this. <laughs> so I put the link in the uh, recording chat, uh, and if we all want to just oh, pull wow. that, it's very good <laughs> to me. these are crazy <laughs> so we have ink brush ink how to read the name of the mage soul she character thank you for reading the novel the following explains how to read the name of the mage soshi character <laughs> the wizard is a chinese novel and used chinese characters as is but the pronunciation is quite different between chinese and japanese we received advice from many people and made a page about the pronunciation of the character's name the pronunciation on this page is personally recommended based on Japanese pronunciation and Chinese pronunciation. Feel free to use any other pronunciation you like. If you want to read kanji that is not in Japanese, that is, how to resemble Chinese kanji, make the hiragana red and add a star after it. Wei no envy is gimun. Two, wei sha is guei, guiei, uh, and then a character that did not get translated. Uh, Irio ancestor is Irio Roso. Indigo machine. Ranboki. I think that's a... Isn't that a snack in Korea? Aizan uh, is Danzan. And Mitsugi-kun is Ganko-kun. Ganko-kun is a fucking awesome... Ganko-kun is a great translation. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> this, Mr. Yumue Yun Unwoko <laughs> Jung Jun Kofu Men <laughs> Yu Yushi Gushian Esumi Kocho Evangin Kobangi Kobangin <laughs> Jang Jang <laughs> Koanri None of the work I love when stuff just gets doubled for no reason. <laughs> Mr. I go so. Let's do it. KGI Lan KG. Aoi Shiomi. Lan Rank Rank Jin. Arai Lankan. Ai Shioi. Lan Shitsu. Ai K. Lan Keigi. Uh, Mr. Wanling Kim, Ranbio Kinoshi, Kanimitsu, 
Kim Kozen, Kane Koken, Kim Shiken, Kim Koyao, Kim Koyo, Kim Koyo, Kim Ling, Kim Leo, Mr. Nye Kiyokawa. Say you cut no. No. No in parentheses. Very important. Nyeming, Jomei Keitsu. I love when he this... cuts his name off. <laughs> this is a kanji not found in Japanese, meaning a ring shaped cobblestone decoration with one missing part. In ancient times, it can be given to others to express their will. When the moon is full, it is missing again and is a symbol of the prosperity. Nye hui ko. <laughs> Here we have Mr. Atsushi Kiyama Onion <laughs> Warm Young Coal Onjakan Oncho Oncho <laughs> Attentiveness Onjo When Young Hyphenated Oh hey! <laughs> uh, now we have We Song Is it Gijo? Which is, uh, do you want to let's let's live? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kate, do you want to get this one? I think it's only. <laughs> um, yeah, we sung Gijo, Kyo uh, sung Dust, Kyo Shinjin, Ah character, Ah say, <laughs> Shui Yu Setso, Setsyo, Song Arashi, Soran. <laughs> wow. Other added as the story unfolds. Thank you for reading this far. We will add Chinese pronunciation and related information little by little from now on. Please enjoy. Oh, I did. Oh, I enjoyed every <laughs> second of that. Thank you. Let's do it. Let's I especially it. loved adding Mr. to the... the to, <laughs> that was a great and special respectful touch. It's so good. Like, it's really kind of beautiful. I like the it. You really like to Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hongwon! <laughs> I, I, I'm going to spend so much of my life trying to figure out Onion. <laughs> what the fuck is Onion? Why Onion? What is Onion? <laughs> supposed to be? Onion? Onion. Is it? No, onion. it's the Wens. I know it's the Wens. Yeah. Okay, it's the Wens, but like, why Onion? The, okay, so I know exactly who each of these refers to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy enough to figure out. What the fuck with the Onion? <laughs> what? Onion? Onion? Is it because they stanky? Because <laughs> they stanky? Stanky. Is it because they make people cry? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, they did do that. That, they would, did be, hashtag that would sort of... Uh, Sugarcoating it at best, but yes, they did make people <laughs> cry a lot. I mean, it's not wrong. Wow, that was truly that was truly a ride. That was robust. I like Oof. to do you know kind of a special edition every so often. Oh God! <laughs> so do uh, you want to do some some questions? Let's do some questions. Uh, if you have questions, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask or via Twitter at cloudrecesspod. You get one. Um, we don't have any on Twitter, I don't think. Not this week. Um, That's okay. Yeah, no, we don't. Um, so over to Dumbler. Dumbler! <laughs> uh, Dumbler! So we can open up Mr. Inbox. We have two 
on Dumbler. Tumblr. Tumblr. All right. Let's go. So, no idea how to pronounce this. So sorry. <laughs> it says it's from Anonymous, but it also says that it's from Tumblr user Matrikothon. And they said, <clears throat> okay, but what if this is in ancient China magic and fun times where pop music and boom boxes exist? What song would WWX blast at full volume outside of cloud recesses to let LWJ know how he feels about him? Or potentially to just show Lon Chiron that kicking him out just makes him more determined to annoy the shit out of him. Every sorry for party rocking by LMFAO. <laughs> final answer. Shots by LMFAO. Final answer. If it's not a song by LMFAO, thank you. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, Van Halen hot for teacher. MP. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I got it, man. Got it, man. <laughs> What would be a good song choice for that? God. Um, see, this is the shit of it, because we've talked about so many wongshan.mp3 is. That's my life every single day on my fucking side Twitter. Yeah. And, and, like, and, it, it's like and now that we're thing. tasked with thinking of one, we can't think of any. Because here's the thing about most of the Wangshan MP threes that I recognize it's because most of the quote unquote Wangshan MP threes are songs that I can visualize in the perspective or through the perspective of blonde Wangji. I'm really not good at conceptualizing songs as Wangshan songs when I have to think through the perspective of Wei Wushan because I'm like, I, I don't, uh, I'm a Wei Wushan fucker. So I want to see things through Lon Wangji. And I just, I have trouble uh, <laughs> relating on that deep level to uh, Wei Ying. Not that I don't love him more than anything in his yeah. life. Not that there aren't things that you relate to him about, but... Oh, extremely. Yeah. As far as that goes, no, I just can't, like... It's hard for me to envision, like, <laughs> his, his romantic approach to those particular things, because he's just so chaotic. Well, here's the thing. I mean, if it's if it's... Gusu Cloud Recess's magic school time mm-hmm. um, when he's just being kind of a gremlin. Yeah. Um, then it's songs that I'm imagining songs that like he's using to affectionately embarrass him. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the uh, If You Were Gay song. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Jesus Christ. Fucking Handsome Devil by the Smiths. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> you got anything, kid? I am like, I mean, I I know this doesn't exactly answer the question posed, but my immediate like gut response reaction was Barbie tings. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Or just, uh, or ass by Big Sean featuring Nikki. (laughs) Her entire verse. It's just what Wei Wushan belts out to him. To prove his love and devotion. <laughs> Bad bitches, I'm your leader. Paying him by the meter. Uh, Somebody point me to the best ass <laughs> Uh So I I, uh, I just refreshed the inbox and we got another question. Oh, wow. Uh, so now we have two more instead of just one more. We have two more. So the second question is from Anonymous. And Anonymous. Um, um, anonymous? <laughs> anonymous. Anonymous asks. 
If you were a malicious spirit, what would you design your curse mark to look like? This is a sexy one. Wow, that's kind of a cool, fun one. This um, kind of reminds me of like the witch's kisses in Madoka. Oh, yes. I love this. Uh, I want mine to look like... I mean, we gotta we gotta consider like this. You know, it's kind of reflective in some way. Like Wei Yang got you know he got he got a curse mark thigh high, yeah, uh, because this arm said, "I want my legs back," um, <laughs> as you do. Uh, um, my curse mark would probably be one of those things that starts on the inside, and then by the time you need it on the outside, it's too late. <laughs> oh yeah, huh? Yikes. Yeah, hate to see it. that'd be mine. Pretty, pretty, uh, kind of a bummer, but I think that's what mine would be. Yeah. What about you, Roy? Hmm. I think mine. So, you know, I have a lot of nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mine would be something that like kind of kind of looks like. I'm going to describe this and it's going to sound like I'm describing some type of like scalp skin disease. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's. But, you know, it's it's something that spreads over your skull and it makes you have really fucking bad nightmares, probably until you die from them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know until when you die, me finds you, you know. Yeah, because when you die in nightmares, you die in real life. You do. That's what Freddy Krueger taught me. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick Kroger taught me. <laughs> Frederick Kroger. Frederick Kroger. That's it. Yeah. How about so, you? Okay. Yeah. How about you, kid? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like the, I guess, like. I don't know what's scary. Blood poisoning. I guess. Oh like, yeah. Black veins. Yeah. Yeah. Owie. Like Very your rude. blood makes you rot from the outside. In. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a mood. I think my curse mark would actually just look like little pinpricks, and then Ooh. that's how you know when it's just little pinpricks that you could see from the outside. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, what is this weird? Yeah. Why aren't these Why aren't these blackheads going away? Aha, uh-huh. surprise. Yeah. Every yeah. single organ in your body has uh demonic cancer now. Yeah. You look Fuck at those you. you look at those blackheads under a microscope and they're all mood emoji. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So next and final question, Tumblr user Warp Strikes said. So I pondered this a while back, even though it seems MXTX doesn't do anything with it. But when WWX transmigrated into MXY's body, do you think he had to deal with physical differences he never had to experience before, such as allergies, improved or lessened dexterity, etc.? And MXTX definitely doesn't change this. But if Moshuanyu had a weak tolerance for spicy food or alcohol, which would WWX fare better with giving up? Keep on vibing, Rose from the Discord. Thank you, Rose. <laughs> um... I think there are some parts of the novel where it talks about how, uh, I mean, the most extensive this ever gets is it talking about how Mo Yu doesn't really have the capacity to build a core as well as Wei Wuxian did in his prime. Yeah, he's he's like substantially weaker. He's substantially weaker, like physically and cultivation wise. But yeah. that's pretty much the only explanation of the differences that we get well, from Wei Wuxian. Like the only sub- substantive. Well, there's a little bit about how uh, he's like noticeably smaller, basically. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like not like it. not like super smaller, but like enough that like you can tell. Yeah, it's pretty much the only <laughs> only the physical stuff that gets addressed. The stuff like allergies yeah, or... Yeah, nothing internal. 
tolerance or intolerance to spice or whatever it never really gets brought up it's 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 kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like Moshuan Yu's body is just kind of overtaken entirely by Wei Wuxian's soul and personality yeah. and I don't know whether that's necessarily how it works in general but it's I think MXTX didn't really put too much thought into that and I wish I wish she would have Mm-hmm. But yeah, what if Moshuan Yu was a tummy boy? What if Moshuan Yu was a tummy boy spices anymore? <laughs> what if he couldn't eat his spices anymore? Wow. That's wow. that's a really depressing thought. That's like if I suddenly got like an ulcer or something, or like I started having gastrointestinal issues that didn't let me eat spicy food, I would be crushed. Dude, you know I have tummy problems. I wouldn't be able to survive, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do. You would get GERD. <laughs> we didn't get gird. We didn't get gird. As it turns out, he's girded up. Oh no! Oh god, rip! Horrible! Oh god, rip! Oh, I'm oh I'm sad. Unfortunately, poor poor Mushuanyu doesn't oh. get to doesn't get to experience the finer things in life. That would his that would be his luck. Oh uh. my god, extremely because everything else is fucked up about him. You know? Yeah. Nothing in his life is good. Nothing in his life is good. Poor Moshuanyu. I love him so much. He doesn't deserve anything that happened to him. Mm -hmm. Poor Um, baby. But (laughs) anywho. Anywho. What do you think playing would fare better on giving up as the spicy food or the alcohol, do you think? I think he would fare better giving up. Shit. I feel like I feel like he'd do better giving up the alcohol. Yeah. I that's what I was leaning towards because mm-hmm. spicy food is just like he's gotten to the point in his taste bud journey where <laughs> he can't even taste the spice anymore. Yeah, on his journey so, through flavor town. On his journey through flavor town. So you know, if he had to give up that spice entirely, I feel like food would just be like completely inedible to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has to have the spice in order to enjoy food, and you have yeah. to eat to live. You don't necessarily need to drink alcohol to live. Yeah, so he'd be he'd be sad about it. He would yeah. complain and throw, but oh, I yeah. think he'd he'd probably give the alcohol up a little yeah. bit easier. Yeah, but yeah, thank you, Rose. We will indeed keep on vibing. Yeah, preach. Uh, yeah. So, um, why don't we get into the the cleanup time? Let's do a touch of, of cleanup. So, uh, we have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon, and we have if a Mr. Patreon. Us- slash pod recesses yeah pod recesses and if you want to give us simply at the very least a dollar a month you'll get a bunch a bunch of cool shit you'll get some stuff you can be a disciple of the show and you'll get access to all of our patreon exclusive bonus content it's including she's and get ipad yay Yay. and uh get a special role in our discord uh if you want to give us five dollars a month which would be cool uh you can be a sec leader of the show and get all of that, plus a more special role in our Discord channel, and a thank you shout-out on the show. And you can send us a short little message for us to read. And then for a big old ten bucks a month, uh, one sandwich a month, um, <laughs> you can be a chief cultivator of the pottery and get all of that, and an even more special role in their Discord. And you can send us requests for stuff to stream, uh, and stream and or read during our live readings. Anything you want. Yeah. Including my immortal. <laughs> 
Uh, so shout out to our $5 sec leaders, Colin Arnold, Sarah McClintock, and Lenny Williams. Thank you so much for supporting us. Yay, thank you guys. And thank you to $10 chief cultivator of the show, Scout Shiro. The Scout. The, the scout. one and only. Our Scout. Uh, our Scooter. Scooter. Uh, thank you to Noisespace.xyz for being our podcast network. Thank you to sec leader Matt GameCube. The very being, good man of GameCube Nintendo. <laughs> for being our uh, podcast host network host uh check out noise space you can find a bunch of other really good podcasts such as city girls make do i'm putting a big winking emoji on that um, wink wink we got henry kissing pokemon going to die which roy guests on frequently yeah i'm a regular uh, cast member um oh yeah you are a regular cast yeah, member I'm a now regular big big host. uh you can check out jurgenit and uh fear baiting and the Wonder Yurks. And a whole bunch of good shit. It's yeah, we've good. got pretty much everybody in the community cast. Yeah. And a lot of them are on noise space. Now that's what I call podcasting. Now that's what I call convenience, baby. Baby. Uh, once again, I'm Roy. I'm on Twitter at SemperFunny and also at Yeeling Hypebeast, which is my modal side blog. I'm Fallon. I'm on Twitter at America's Burden or my... Dame, anime, whatever, side blog. <laughs> Fun shit side blog. Himbo's on dude. Good old Himbo's on Hell yeah. Kate, where can we find you? Oh, uh, I am on uh, Twitter at uh, Tiny Grunt, T I N Y G R U N T. Hell um, yeah. I guess, and archive of our own, but. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, plug your shit. <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh, Absolutely plug your shit, please. <laughs> Uh, and you can find the us of the pod recesses at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecess. Just the one. You get one pod. You do get one pod. Uh, we're on all the podcast apps and the websites. Go ahead. Uh, subscribe. Comment. Rate. Like. Intergage. Intergage. <laughs> uh, you can join our Discord. The link, as always, is in the description. We have a good time. We welcome everyone except porn spam bots. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, minors <laughs> and, and minors and cheat on your homework bots. <laughs> Basically, any bot. If you're a bot, just don't don't worry about it. Yeah, we We're got our first bot this week. That was that was a milestone. I think it was actually our second bot. If I'm being real. oh, it might have been. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah. Um, and uh, you know, what we say at the end of every episode, we say, "Semper Bunny." <laughs> We say Semper Bunny. Semper. Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny, folks. Semper Bunny, folks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.